Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am your host, the big guy, Ryback. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, streaming live, 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 live. TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you guys for joining the live stream, straightening those out a little bit there for you guys. Those live streams will stop at some point in the show, guys. So make sure you swing on over here. YouTube, Ryback TV. Super chats are greatly appreciated where you can be a part of this show. I will get to those in between taking calls over here on Twitter at Ryback at Twitter Spaces. Thank you to all my great loyal subscribers on Twitter. I do follow all Twitter subscribers back and try to interact with you guys. Not necessary to be part of this show, though, and to call in with your thoughts or concerns, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between. This show also streaming on Facebook at Ryback Reeves and Twitch at Ryback Rules. We are on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Monday through Friday, guys, the live show here. But if you can't catch the live, subscribe on the audio, iTunes, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever, Android, nothing against that, whatever they have on there, the, the Podbean, Pod, Pod Tower, whatever they are. You guys, the Ryback show is available on all of them. Those, those, those five-star reviews keep coming in. Thank you very much. And if you have a moment to write a review, Greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. Shawnee, I see you in here. Shawnee left a review, guys. He's a great person. He left a star review and wrote one. Shawnee comes on the show daily. You want to get picked on the show? Go leave a damn review. Okay. <laughs> guys, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women. He, she, and thee. FeedMeMore.com. New customers can save 30% discount code Ryback30. Returning customers can save 20% discount code FeedMe20. And you get a free Feed Me More Nutrition Shaker bottle with all orders. But guys, we have a very, very special deal going on today and tomorrow for our email and text message subscribers. But I'm making it available for you guys both days. If you want to sign up for that email and text, guys, very valuable, huge savings. Today, guys, with the purchase of any supplement, any full price, stupid, any full price supplement on the website or stack or supplements, guys, but one of the supplements or stacks, you get a free Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle and a free tub of my ISO Hungry plant powered premium protein powder, vanilla mocha, ladies and gentlemen. That alone is a $49.99 value, plus the shaker, a $14.99 value, just under $75, ladies and gentlemen, yours free for just buying one or more of the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition. We've got all the Ryback merch, all the accessories, all the workout accessories, all the drinkware, all the ball caps, the tank tops, the sweatshirts, the t-shirts, the men's, the women's. We've got the whole shebang, feedmemore.com. And uh, reading the chat here, someone says, I need an autograph, bro. Cool. Thank you very much. Don't know. Don't know what to say to that. 
the uh, we got to try to get one of those meet and greets. Hello, hello. I did fan mail for free, by the way, guys, for like six years. I don't know any other wrestler. I literally did fan mail to my P.O. box for free for six years. For everybody that said, I don't do it anymore for free. I did it for six years for free with that, guys. And people send stuff and they put that. There's a payment thing on the, on the description in the YouTube that if you want stuff signed with it, because I, I did the six years free for you on that. And if, if you want it, there's there's a way to do it still. You've got to pay for it, and then I'll get to it. I'll go get the P.O. box every couple weeks and sign them, send them back with that. But we don't do it for free anymore. Six years free. You're not going to find that anywhere else. But, hey, I'm such an, you know what, and a bad person. Trinidad and, Trinidad and Tobago in the house. Oh, man. I'd like to smoke a doobie over there. Had a great vacation when I was younger in the Bahamas with my ex-girlfriend. Now she lived Jackie from Louisville. Man, me and her family went over there a week. Just it was a week of just no working out. I smoked cigarettes for the week. I never have smoked cigarettes, but she was a smoker. Smoked, drank vodka, just like it was water all week. Cigarettes, and then her mom gave the talk right off the bat that uh, the 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 meet the parents talk the. Let's keep the snake in the cage for the, the, the next the next seven days. All right, big guy. And I was gonna abide by the rules. Um, but that 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 ex, she was a real troublemaker. She was a real rebel. Literally, the mom, the moment the mom left uh the house, she shut the door and uh and she she said, screw my mom's rules. And and I go, that's not that's not that's not right. We can't do this. And uh sure enough, the mom came back. And, uh, and, and yeah, but probably about 30 times that week where the mom was in the vicinity, her daughter felt like proving the mother wrong. And who was I to say no? Who was I? I'm not, I'm not going to say no to that. W would you? She was a real looker. Wild one, Jackie. She liked her booze and her cigarettes. So that was, and she, she quit, but, but. That was that was a hell of a week in the Bahamas. I'll never forget we're in the water. Her mom and her aunt are uh, on the beach. The water's crystal clear there, crystal clear. But we we were pretty far out, about uh, a little about waist waist, maybe a little little above waist deep. And even right there, the the daughter just screw my mom's rules, and I'm like, your mom is literally looking right at us. And uh, she didn't care. So, so I didn't care. Her mom probably didn't like me very much, though, because she probably put that all on me. But it was her daughter. I can assure you of that. I was going to abide by the rules. I'm a good person. All right. Let's see here. Rated R Gamer says, before we take some calls here, throughout your wrestling career, you must have encountered various opponents with different wrestling styles. Can you tell us about a particular opponent who pushed you to your limits? Um, an opponent who pushed me to my limits. No opponent pushed me to my limits. It's physical acting. So the, the limitations come into the form of you're not prepared or not. No one person. I'd like to think I had a very high tempo pace that I could keep at all times. 
I would have to typically slow down. I'm not even exaggerating. I would have to slow down, not slow down and go in for moves, but I could, I didn't need breaks to catch my breath too often with that, um, where, where other people did a little more. So I don't know. I would ask them who uh, did I push to their limits? Cause I know a few that I did that are pretty big names in the business with it. And, uh, always made me chuckle. But that's being a pro. You slow down. You make sure everyone's on the same page and you, you keep it good. <clears throat> All right, we're going to kick off the show with Shawnee today. He puts me in a good mood. Shawnee, Shawnee is a Ryback show regular here. Shawnee. <clears throat> there he is. Shawnee, you there? I can't hear Shawnee. Hold on. Is there something wrong with the... Hold on. Let me add you again as a speaker. It says you can now speak. Maybe let me... uh Uh-oh. I'm going to... Let me remove you. We're going to try... I just wanted... Shawnee, we're going to bring you right back. Let's see if it's your phone or if there's something going on on my end. It very because my phone, my microphone was undone prior to this. I had to re. Uh oh, it might be it might be on my end or it might be on. Shawnee, let's bring a new caller on here. Kale, bring some kale onto the show. Hello, hello, Kale, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, how are you doing, Ryback? Right I'm well. Okay, Shawnee, something's going on with Shawnee's microphone. Then we got to figure that out. Yeah. I'm well. What's on your uh, mind today, sorry, brother? I'm not going to be as funny as Shawnee, but uh, I do have some questions. It might be outside of your area of expertise, but um, I figured I'd ask you because you're a dog guy and you're big into supplements. Um, so my dog has uh, had a limp for a while now. It'd be off and on, but it started yesterday. He was not able to maintain the pain, and now he's very inactive, and he's an active dog. So I was wondering if you had any recommendations, suggestions, anything that might have worked for you uh, in the past as for supplements to help with pain and inflammation until I can get him into the vet uh, tomorrow night? So I do actually know the, the supplement that I got Sophie on the, for her disc disease that has given her all her energy and everything back. You could buy it on Amazon or like certain pet food stores. I, I found it first from a lady at the pet food store here. Who, who was bragging about it and gave me two uh, two weeks of free samples. I didn't believe her. It's called Enzymes, N- N-Z-Y-M-E-S. It's it called Enzyme Granules. You could buy the capsules okay. or you could buy the powder. It's like these granule powder. It's like a brown. It looks like, like a flaxseed almost, like ground up flaxseed. Uh, but you sprinkle it in the dog in their food and mix it up. And like once a day, you just follow the directions on it. Sophie, and I, and I knock on wood, this has been... Since we started her on this, her energy levels came back to what she was when she was young before her um, disc disease and her back, everything. She's not had any more ruptures, knock on wood, since she's been on this. Um, it is it is amazing stuff. And they have like, so that helps with pain and inflammation. I know it also helps with like, there's a whole whole host of benefits, good for their gut and their, but it's really good for their energy levels as well. Um, that would be my number one thing. And I believe a big bag of it that will last quite a long time because you don't use that much per serving. It lasts like two or three months each bag that I buy for for Sophie. Um, 
It's like $39.99, I think, for it. And But they even have capsules. They have other things you could try as well that are the same thing. Uh, so that's number one. The other thing, and I don't know how well, I, I don't, I just know a lot of people are big on like those, the, the CBD for the dogs. The, yeah, I tried that. It, that doesn't seem to work for him. Okay, then. So yeah, rule that out. And I haven't tried but that either, I'll but I just know a lot of people swear by it, but it's, I've taken CBD too, and I, it can be hit or miss for me. Um, but I would try those enzymes. I think that would be, I can tell you from firsthand experience, they've helped Sophie to, to get to a point where she seems normal. Uh, and it looks like I'm looking at it right now on Amazon. It looks like I can get it today. So, uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Thank Hey, I appreciate it. Uh, I'll get off here and listen, but I, I'm definitely thankful for your recommendation. You're welcome. Let me know. I hope, I hope it works out. Hope everything's all right. I'll keep you posted. I'll tag you in a post. Good deal. Thank you, Kale. Good deal. I just happen to not that I'm an expert in that in any, by any means, but that is, I do know that that I've put that on my Instagram before that supplement for dogs is, it is a game changer and little guy. Actually, I can give it in small amounts. He gets allergic to certain things. He'll get a little red. He has very sensitive skin. So I can't give it to little guy as much, but Sophie and in most but Boston Terriers can have more allergies and whatnot. He's always been, he'll be completely normal looking and you look over at him. He's all red for no reason. You're just like, you haven't gone anywhere. What did you do? He hasn't eaten anything. He's just like red. He just had to spray his skin with his little skin disinfectant rash thing. And uh, then he, he's good for a while. And, but yeah, it's amazing stuff on that. All right, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Taking a look here. One second. So Shawnee in the chat. Yeah, I don't know what happened with Shawnee on that. The it was the first time. Get on King King Brown. Hello, good to see all of you. Thank you very much. King, welcome to the Ryback Show. What's up, big guy? Not much. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Um, is there any moves that you ever did in wrestling that you had to transition from? I know only one move that I remember used to do the shell shock. Used to turn into like a a fisherman suplex. Yep. You used to lift them up and slam them. That's the only thing I've seen you transition from. Is there anything that you had to take out or like transition from, like from like injuries or anything? Well, the shell shock, I just altered the way that I picked the guys up because I used to pick the guy up where I used to throw them up over my head. And that yes. one, you can't yes. throw everybody up that way. Like, and I would have to pick up the heavier yes. guys. So how I was picking up the heavier guys where I would kind of, I would, it's like a good morning and a squat kind of combined. I then just started picking everybody up like that because um, that it was really hard when I was picking guys up. One, you can't pick up the heavier guys that same way. And two, yes. the, so I wanted the load up to be the same after that, but picking guys up over my head, they were coming down and landing on my, on my neck area all the time. Uh -huh. And that just, that's not, okay. it's not good. Cause that move, that's a very yeah. difficult movie. I'd have to like, they, they can only jump on with one leg essentially on it. And then you got to like uh -huh. throw them up and you got to duck your head under. And sometimes too, my top of my head would hit their body 
And it was just, I go, oh, this uh, isn't, um, with lighter guys, it's yeah. fine with it. But with a lot of the guys are over 200 something pounds, I just go, it's just unnecessary to, to keep doing this. And so I switched that for the, sh- to keep shell shock the same, but the load up I switched. Uh, the only thing, in, and I didn't switch there that I won't do going, coming back is I'm not going to be doing the backpack stunner. The, with the guy, oh, I remember that. I remember that. that played oh, a big yeah. part in speeding up the process of the disc degeneration that was going to happen regardless yeah. because of the nerve damage. But um, yeah. that, that didn't help. And like, I used to do leg drops, like the Hogan leg drop. I would do that occasionally on yes. live events, and that's the same thing. Any move where you're coming down on your ass, on your butt, it, it's sending that energy directly yeah. up your spine and compress your disc, compresses your disc. Okay. And it, there's nowhere for that energy to dissipate, whereas if you take a regular flat bump on your back, that energy is going across your whole body. And it's not – but when you when you come down, like anything like – you know, Matt Hardy did those leg drops off the top rope. That's why yes. his back and hips are shot. You know that that I understand now because Hulk Hogan has so many back surgeries. That That's why, and that was his finisher. In Austin, with doing the stunner all the time, had issues. It yes. it really yes. we. I was told too by William Regal when I came in, when I was Skip mm-hmm. Sheffield. He told me he goes he goes that move is really cool. He goes I like it. He said and he goes it, it, it's a great finish. He goes but I I don't know if I would do that all the time. He goes he goes that that it's probably gonna mess up your back over time. And, uh, yes. and I, and so I actually stopped it when, and, and when I left skip and came back as Ryback, I came up with a new finisher, but then yes. I started doing it on live events and do, I did it on TV occasionally. And then it started, it always got such a great reaction. you like, you just do all, oh, I'm going yes. to do that move. I'm going to do that move. And like, you don't realize it, like the, you're doing it four or five times a week, all of a sudden or three, four times a week. Uh, and yeah. And, it, and so that it just, anything like that, man, I'll be avoiding. Okay, okay. Um, that was pretty much my whole questions. That's that's that was it. Good deal. I appreciate it. Great question, man. Thank you. You know, I like this. I've been having, I've been, you know, I've been to be able to talk to you a lot often now. <laughs> no, it's good, man. I like this is what the show, the people's podcast, man. This is your guys' show to come on. Yes, like hundred percent. Thank you, big guy. You're welcome, bud. Take care. You too. Very cool. Thank you very much. Everybody on TikTok as well in IG, if you want to come on this show, you want to talk to me, you've got something to say, you've got a question, at Ryback on Twitter Spaces, make an account, takes a couple minutes, minute and a half, create an account, uh, follow me at Ryback on Twitter, and you can call in live to be a part of this show. Let's see what somebody says, get Shawnee back. Yeah, Shawnee hasn't showed back up in the Twitter Spaces. Shawnee disappeared. I don't know what Shawnee must be doing campaigning. He was, I saw him yesterday. He had on Twitter, he was at the car wash and he had his shirt lifted up trying to get this Goldberg match in place. He's, he's really hustling hard out there with everything. So we got to see if we get him back. We've got Richard, Richard coming on. What's up, big guy? Not much. How you doing, Richard? Pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, I got to see you back. Back, uh, I think it was 2015 in Baltimore. Uh, you were wrestling uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, you actually won. I think he was the champ at the time, and you were the intercontinental. I won with a small package, I believe. Yep. And that was the where Sting, I think, was in a thing with Seth Rollins, and he threw his statue in the garbage truck. Yep, I remember that very well. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty hype crowd that night. I know it was really really loud, screaming the "Feed Me Moors." 
Thank you. Yeah, no, that was a good time. That that matchup, I don't know if that was me and Seth were wrestling quite a bit during that stretch on like live events. We were doing like IC champion versus WWE champion matches at different points. I think at a different I think we did a lumberjack match on TV and SmackDown as well, a main event. And like we we'd wrestled it a handful of times on TV and a lot of live events together at that point. Yeah. I know. I just I remember the crowd was pretty electric and uh Especially with you getting a win over him, it was uh, it was a, a big pop. But uh, one Thank other you. question I had um, uh, today: they had those um, UFO hearings uh, for Congress, and I'm the type where I'll believe it when I see it. But do you have any thoughts on that? Or I have not seen it. I mean, I don't know what's going on with any of that. You know, I live in Vegas, and Area 51 is not all that far from me. You know, I. I I think it's crazy to think that we're all alone on, in this universe with everything out there and that they're, they're discovering more and more and more and more. But it, it, you always see Elon Musk always talk. He goes, it'll be quite scary if we are truly the only real life on this planet out there. Uh, but, but oh, I don't know, man. It just seems like you would think like we had a thing in Vegas a couple months ago where there was supposedly, I don't know if you saw it on social media. There was a, supposedly a, a some sort of a UFO sighting or something and where a family and called the cops and they've got the footage of like, and they swore there were aliens in their backyard and like, there's all this like weird footage and, but there's no like real clear evidence of anything. And like all this time, that's the one thing like you would think that after all this time and now in this day and age with cell phones and that, that we would have something, but I'm of the belief that there had, we, we can't be the only life out there with that but it is interesting that you know they're having these hearings and they seem to be uh releasing more information on it but I, i've heard you know I'm, I'm not like really caught up on all this but this, this, the project is it project Bluebeam? yeah i believe so where there's all these the different theories and, and whether you want to call them conspiracy theories or, or like ideas well i don't know man I, I it is interesting though like this that they are talking about it in in They've acknowledged it, whereas before it was just ignored. So, yeah, I that was like uh, you, were, you were you were considered a conspiracy theorist if you had any any thoughts on the UFO. But then the last what four or five years, it's been like, oh well, now the government's talking about it. So I just I find it interesting, but I'm waiting for them to pull out the aliens and show us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't. So at, th at this point, too, nothing would shock me <clears throat> anymore with all of this and it's i i'll tell you too i am a little nervous of just being a business owner with everything after the whole pandemic and seeing how bad you know and everything with like with biden and this whole administration you know I, i've never been a political person but i can say like i i will 1000 percent be voting next next uh 2024 for 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 anybody other than them the, the democrats they have been horrible for for me and my business uh, with all the price increases and just inflation in general, uh, this is the first time that I've been affected in my life through this. And I think all of, I think it's all a scam. I think all of politics, I think they're all corrupt with all of it. But at least when, when, when Trump was in office, life was a lot better for the regular everyday person and for businesses. And we didn't have everybody losing their livelihoods. And that to me is, is a real concern. And some I go, you know what, I can't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to let that happen again if I have anything to say about it. And I'm at least going to to try to make sure that they're not 
in office. But it just seems like where they're like, there's going to be some real stunts being pulled between now and the next election, too. So that wouldn't shock me. Right. Well, that's all I had. Um, just want to, when are we going to get uh, Sweet Sugar, Sugar, Walter, or uh, Justin on here? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen, Tyler hasn't been on as much since Tyler will pop up on YouTube. I don't know if he's working. I'll see he leaves comments still. Um, I'm, he's on Twitter as well. So my guess is he's just not able to catch the live show. Right. But we'll have to see. Yeah, the other right. people, yeah, Justin and them, hopefully they'll pop on here. Everybody has different work schedules though, so. Yeah. I was just curious. I always see them on the on the chats and whatnot. So, but all right, big guy, let somebody get on else on here. Uh, you have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you, buddy. All right. Bye. Good deal. People are saying, wait, what happened with Shawnee? I didn't kick Shawnee out of the out of the thing. I just I invited him on to speak. And then it removed, he was gone. I wouldn't kick Shawnee out of the, the Twitter spaces. Is this another one of Twitter's ways? They know I enjoy talking to Shawnee, so they're getting back. They're like, oh no, we don't want we don't like that. These two guys are too happy. When they're talking to each other, we're gonna we're gonna block Shawnee off the Ryback show. Shawnee, create another account like the stalker, but you gotta let me know. Put not Shawnee that way. That way, I know it's you. Or Shawnee number Shawnee V two. For if this ever happens again, we can get you right back on. Because I can't I can't stop the show to get Shawnee to Shawnee in with this. Let's bring on Kira Kira to the show. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, what's up, Ryback? How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Um, I don't know if you remember me. Well, my name is Chris, by the way. Um, you sound like Kevin Owens a little bit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit sick right now, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> I can't get this out of my head now. I really feel like I'm talking to KO. <laughs> That's such a KO laugh, too. Jesus. This is... I guess I'm him. <laughs> um, no, I remember me. I think it was like two weeks ago. Um, you're explaining like, oh, like you want to put like fake tattoos and then you yep. want to like oxygen them off of one. I remember you. Yep. I was like, oh, you should do that. Yeah. I was like, oh, you should do it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, hopefully you still, hopefully you, th you can think about it and do it. Because that'd be great money. Um, I was going to ask you about the UFO thing, but Richard uh, beat me to it. <laughs> So, uh, shout out to Richard there. Um, but yeah, that's it. I just want to talk about the UFO thing, but Richard got, you know, got me first. So no, 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 no worries at all. How, hey, let me ask you this while I've got you on here, KO. What was it like wrestling Austin at WrestleMania last year? Oh man. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, it, it was, uh, something, um, I'm trying to remember. You, you, I'm telling you, I can't people, you sound like him. Maybe it's just me. I, but Jesus, it is. Mm. We, you, you might want to think about watching some of his interviews and seeing if you can duplicate it because it, it, you're pretty spot on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you, uh, how tall is he, uh, by the way? How tall is KO? Uh, I don't, he's, I don't know if he's, he, I want to say, is he six foot or six one? Oh, okay. No, I'm six five. That's why. Okay. Yeah. No, I he's, I want to yeah. say he's, he was, he was shorter than me, but he can't. Sometimes, if your hair spike, I maybe I want to say he's 
in between the six foot to six two range. That would be my guess. I want to say six one off the top of my head, but I, I couldn't. I, I might be. He could be a little shorter, or he could be right around that. Gotcha. Okay. I just want to make sure. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll look at some interviews, and uh, I try to hop on once in a while when I'm working on your show. Um, and by the way, you're like the only podcast show I only really listen to. So sweet, which I really like. Thank you very much. Um, that may, that means a lot. I'll try to put an iTunes review for you for sure when I have the chance. I brother, I really pre- they really help out. The more you guys get, the more people keep leaving them. It really helps. So thank you. Right, right, yeah. Everyone else that's listening on Instagram, TikTok, or everywhere else, drop some, drop some iTunes reviews for a right back for a show. Sweet. Thank um, you, Chris. You're welcome on anytime, man. And I hope everything's going well. Sweet. All right. Thank you, man. Have a good one. All right. You too. KO call it in, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's a fan of the Ryback show. That was really KO. He just created another account to throw people off. I always got along really well with Kevin. He actually, he's a, he's a nice guy. He uh, he actually messaged me after I left WWE. I didn't even, I, did, I think it was after he won the WWE title the first time. He, uh, I did an interview and I don't, somebody just asked me something about him and I just gave an honest answer. But it was a, a he saw the interview and he was he was really grateful and he just sent a nice message over. So I've always but we always got along well when I was over there. <clears throat> Take another caller here. We're gonna take a shot at this. This could be the stalker, it could be a new a new uh guest from TikTok, Ryan. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Having a connecting issue. We had to remove Ryan. I couldn't get you on, Ryan. It was not connecting. We've got an agent... Cody Banks bring in agent Cody Banks hello hello welcome to the Ryback show oh hello uh, are you, uh, well, how's it going Ryback I'm well how are you today I'm, I'm doing good today um I just want to come in here and ask you wait, uh so do you like pay attention to the current like WWE like yeah, most I, I'm pretty up to date on on most things. I don't catch every little thing, but I I, happen, I know a good amount of what's going on. Oh, um, well, I was wondering, what's your opinion on uh, L.A. Night? I love it, man. I uh, I just saw uh, yesterday. I saw Raj Geary tweeted out. And I don't know how true this is, but supposedly L.A. Knight has. I don't know if he has four of the top five spots or he's amongst the top sellers in wwe merchandise for his shirt oh yeah i, th- I think i saw that i think his shirt's like number one it's sold out though like heck like all of his shirts which is it's very it's very early this just started though i'm sure the numbers have been rising the last couple of months but he just broke oh, yeah, through so sure. which is it, so that's a, a feat of its own it'll be another thing to stay there to see there's going to be a lot that that has to happen for that to happen but he is uh 
I, I'm a fan of it. I think uh, he's grown on me even more, even from early on. And uh, I'm interested to seeing how they how they handle him with everything. I think right now, here's my take on it. Roman Reigns is made. You have an opportunity to make another guy even bigger. I it would it would it would not upset me if they were to invest in LA Knight and go, this guy's red hot, and we're gonna we're gonna have him be the one to dethrone Roman and they adjust their plans to where they make that happen. They will have another legitimate huge star on their hands. Um, with Roman still being a massive star, and it will not hurt Roman one bit, it'll probably even help Roman in that sense. Um, but they 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 tend to not do that with it. They like to control things. So I'm I've know I know how this I've seen this play out multiple times and I've experienced it at the highest level and been in that very position where my merch was a top selling merch for 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 not just a, a week or a month for a good period of time during my stretch and or amongst me and Cena were were the top two and where there were a lot of issues going on and, and that was that's my story. But there were other guys this has happened to in various levels where it's just like if they don't want you to be uh uh, in that upper echelon of stars, they will go out of their way to make it not happen. So we're going to have to yeah. wait and see. I'm happy for him, though. I like him. Yeah, yeah. He's really, like, it's insane how, like, popular he just got. Like, it was kind of out of nowhere, too. It just, like, kind of happened. And I, to me, honestly, he kind of seems like a Daniel Bryan. Like, do you remember when the whole Yes movement was, like, really popular? Yeah. Well, I think like, he's like, getting really reported... Like the way he's being reported a lot in ways and where like and they're putting out things where it seems like people are they they, they don't want to see this get get botched essentially with it and yeah, so they're being I very I, I think they're like they, they see his shirts and like oh his shirts are selling good we're gonna make him sell even better we're gonna buy one too it feels like everyone's kind of getting on board to see to put the pressure on WWE to do something with him. And that's what it feels like. He has a, an overwhelming amount of, of momentum on his side right now. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it's also like, like have, have you seen his match here for the United States? Uh, it was an invitational match. He lost the match. That was a fatal four-way. He lost in Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio won the match. And a lot of people were like, there was a whole uproar on Twitter. Was that just this past Monday? It was this past uh, Friday. Or Friday, oh, so I missed that part. I see that's where we're gonna have to wait and see what they do. They may be like doing something where they see if people keep if it keeps creating a backlash where people keep supporting him more and more, you know. So, but if it, we're gonna have to wait and see. Like, it's not gonna shock me if they just cool him off and don't do anything either. Oh yeah, they, they, I know they're really known for doing that. Yeah, There's a lot of superstars who can get over. And but then, like, it would they, also is if. if that they, they, if there's all I, that's, but here's the deal. That's fine if there's a long term plan to pull the trigger on him. But you, you got to strike while the iron is hot. So it's a very fine line where, like, eventually they're going to have to go, like, look, we got to do something if we're going to capitalize on this. And if they don't, the longer that goes on, the, the, the greater the odds that that can sizzle out or like an injury could happen or something. So you just want to, I hope for his sake, you know, everything's on the up and up and everything's great and they pull the trigger. I, I firmly believe they should they should with it. That doesn't mean he has to win the title tomorrow or anything like that. But I think if you have a guy that's organically getting over and making it's not easy to get to break through and to get into the top merchandise sellers, especially early on in your career, 
And uh, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm all for him, man. You know, to a lot of, I've heard some people talk about, you know, the age, age is irrelevant. He's under contract. Oh, yeah, sure, so yeah. what he's under con you yeah. sign three or five year contracts. What do you, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you use the guy to his maximum ability? If he's showing that he could bring in maximum revenue with things for the next three years, take advantage of that rather than not with that, because there's very few people that can do this and organically get over with it. And by the way, the other thing into his thing, I, I don't ever want to hear anyone talk about age because the guy's been in the business 15, 20 years putting other people over and doing, he's helped make other stars this entire time. It's his time now. Give him the ball. Let him run. Let's see what he does. This is what's missing from wrestling. This is where people, and, and it got taken away from us multiple times, and it happened with me, with Ryder, Rusev to a degree, and some other people. When somebody starts getting hot and the crowd gets behind them, give them the ball and let them run with it. With it, And this is what the WWE has been horrible. Vince has been horrible at this of not giving people the ball when they should have the ball. And so that's what I want to see. I want to see, I don't care if he's only in the business for two more years, let him have a run. He's done his part. He served his time. Maybe not in the WWE the entire time. That's irrelevant. He has done his part. He's hot now. Very few guys can get this way organically. Let him go. Let him run. And then I know I saw them say that that his age was a problem, but if you look at the winner of the Money in the Bank this year, he's the same age as him. Damian Priest is forty years old. So it's it's well, silly. This is forties, and I'll say this: forties are prime years in wrestling when you're healthy. Forties are your biggest oh, yeah, years in sure. wrestling, and they always were for many guys. That's not thirties and forties can be the by far, but the experience that you have in your forties, if you stay healthy, you can. You have the knowledge and the ability to do so much more than a lot of other people younger with that. Age is irrelevant. That's that's a it's a it's a stupid thing thrown out. This is this is physical acting and performing out there. As long as you're healthy and you're going out there, I don't care if you're 55 years old. We've got guys, Jeff Jarrett still going strong at AEW. If you take care of yourself, age is irrelevant. This isn't another sport where football or baseball, or things where, like, in wrestling, your prime years are in your later 30s and 40s, and even can be your early 50s as well, if you take care of yourself, so. It's just people are going to hate to hate because they want to try to take away opportunities from people that are doing things in their life, and so they'll throw anything against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. Uh, I was just, that's all I was wondering. All right, have a good day right back. You too, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> the Ryback Show, the People's Podcast, we support LA Knight. All wrestlers should support LA Knight. What you see oftentimes is other top guys will get insecure and jealous. This is not how I am with it. If I was in WWE and, and right now and I was and I was going and I, I'm in the top spot with that, or if I'm not in the top spot and I see he's getting reactions and getting over, I look at myself and go, one, that's awesome. Two, what do I need to do to, to improve myself? I, but there unfortunately are people in the business that aren't that way and they go, what can we do to stop this? And that is a big, big problem. It's one of the things, this is why you need to sometimes get written in protection if you don't want to get caught up in all the BS in the games because a lot of other top guys are very insecure and jealous. And it's just, it, it is what it is. And that's where you'll start seeing those little rumors getting leaked out and they can come from other talent. They can come from executives, other little click People with that have their clicks and their other the talent they're looking at, you know, out for. And it's a it's a shady, crazy business in so many ways. 
All right, we've got Shawnee. Shawnee's got his account number 74 here. Big guy. Shawnee, what happened to the other account? I don't know, bro. It was like all of a sudden I went to talk. I couldn't hear you. And then it said I was removed from spaces. And it wouldn't let me go back into the spaces. And when I tried to go in, it, it like it showed up like that you were in spaces, but it was like, uh, I'll, I'll send you a picture after it just wouldn't let me click in. Like I was like totally banned from it. It was weird. The, that makes no sense at all. I, I believe you though, but that doesn't like, I don't know why. I know. I know you didn't do it. I know. That's what I'm saying. Bro, they don't, they don't want us to, 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 to have a great conversation. Like we always do. They don't want us to be happy. Elon has technology implemented in Twitter that can tell when you're happy. And he's like, oh, they have me so shadow banned. They're like, wait a second. This guy, Ryback's happiness level seems to go up a few notches when Shawnee's on the show. We're going we're gonna to make sure Shawnee can't come on. This is going on in Twitter headquarters. And I'm sorry, X headquarters right now. X, Elon and his little, little mini me son and everybody's like, what can we do to disrupt Ryback today? <laughs> Big guy, that story with... Who am I to, to, to tell her no? Oh, my God. Yo, I was fucking literally dying laughing listening to that story. Because I, listen, I was big into sports, like, huge my whole life. Um, and I really didn't focus on girls until I was a senior in high school because I was just so into sports, you know? Yeah, and, uh, same. I knew if I had a girlfriend that I would be distracted. So I didn't lose my virginity until I was 17. Um, and to this day, I've only slept till, with two people and uh, they've been my, uh, you know, my ex who I was with for eight years yep. and my wife who I'm now with for nine years, you know? Yeah, that's great. And, um, yeah, it's just something about, you know, sex. Like, with to me, it's like, like I've tried, but like I just have to be in love with the person. I don't know; it's weird. But, yeah, uh, I my understand. Friend, my friends abuse me about it, but I stand my ground. I well, I mean, I, you, you're I, in a relationship, you know, so it's not like you, you're not like you're going long stretches without having it. So exactly, exactly, yes. You just like it's playing with the same. Play. You you just like it's like it's like it's like baseball players. Some guys need to get a new mitt every few weeks. Some guys like to use exactly. the same mitt for their whole career. Bro, I had the same first baseman's mitt for fourteen. <laughs> I was a baseball guy, you got to remember, so. I, I, yo, I, for, I totally forgot, like, wh how far did you go? Like, how far did you play baseball? I, I got, I went, I walked on, so I was, baseball, football, did very well in high school. I walked on to our community college, uh, CCSN, it, now it's CSN. We were ranked number 16th in the country. I walked on and made it, and it was doing very well. The, I actually switched schools my senior year to try to get drafted or to try it for baseball. And I had a good season. I didn't do as well as I as what the expectations were for me. Very good season still, but it was under what, what the expectations were. So I didn't get drafted. What or, position did you play? I, I moved to first because I, I was I, I put on size that year. I got up to like 245 my my senior year. And uh, even that some of that happened after football too. But uh, I walked on and did. I was I was doing very well, and then I had a foot in a hairline fracture in my foot. I went to go run at my high school at the track one night. I was doing uh, drills, and this was uh, during the when I I walked on and made it. I the fence was locked, and I had to jump from the top of the fence onto the track uh, area, and I ended up like my foot it just it hurt, and I go, oh man, that didn't feel good. 
I didn't think anything of it. I had a very small hairline fracture and I didn't tell anybody. And it, it got worse and worse and worse where I started getting a limp and they ended up having, I had to get it fixed. So I had to redshirt the freshman year, but that was the year. It's crazy. This all happened. That's what got me to where I go. I need, I, I wanted, I loved wrestling more than I loved baseball and football, but my family wow. always wanted me to play sports. And so I, and I always was really good, but my, I wanted to be a wrestler. So that's where I really like weight training, everything. I just started like that distanced me from baseball and got me, I was like, how can I get into wrestling? Got you into wrestling. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's I, crazy how like yeah, little things amazing, over my life man. have happened to like, but that's what caused that to start. So yeah. Yeah, I believe everything happens for a reason. 100%. That baseball money, though, part of me is looking back. That baseball money, I should have stuck with it. <laughs> that baseball money. Yo, I, so I was offered four full uh, full rides to, to schools in New York uh, for college. I didn't accept it uh, because at the time I was in a relationship. And I. it's my biggest regret to this day. It's my biggest regret. My mentality was I'm not going to make it to the pro. And I know that. Like, I was good. But, like, when yeah. you go with like this is the thing i'm a new york baseball player when you grow up in fucking california and you get to play outside all year round yep. you don't realize how good these guys are because yeah. they're i'm practicing indoors for six months they're they have a full field and all these you know uh trainers and and i never realized how much better the kids on the west coast were yeah. than our like because i was like the best kid in my neighborhood and i'm like all Same. right i'm gonna fucking kill these kids man i was so wrong <laughs> Shawnee, you know what? I think about this often too. So same thing all my life growing up and people are, some people get mad at this. I was good at everything that I did. I won like from being a little kid, I would win belly flop contests, races, school. I'd get all the blue yeah. ribbon. Like I, I'm not like, I naturally was like fast. Yeah, and Brian, you're just saying, yeah, that, yeah, that's what it was. I yeah. was, I was, I got I, athlete of the year in, in, in elementary school. I was kickball player, like all these weird awards that they gave out for like, I was, I won everything. I was like, but like as I got older, though, I've realized though, and I grew up in an area where like, in, in especially nowadays, it's even crazier. But like, if you come from parents that have money or are very in tune with what you need to be doing to develop at a specific sport or skill, like especially now, but even back then, there were levels to all this. Like I just was good yeah. at things, and I would show up, and I, whoever my coaches were, and I just practiced whatever we practiced, and I was always and. But there's levels to this of what you do, like. If you have like, and my dad yeah. would always go take me and pitch to me and do things, and but I never was around. A, it's my, way different, man. But if you come from a, like a baseball, like you know somebody that like a, a really, really, really great coach that had played at the pro level that can teach you the skills at a young age or these little things that this yeah. is where like this is why like people that are successful in sports that have kids they have a huge advantage over other kids. Those kids because they're getting like pro quality coaching and skills and and mindset like on on like a positive mindset nobody ever talked to me about a positive mindset like then this is i learned that on my own later but like there's all this stuff that like really really play a part in the success of kids and as you get older and and obviously natural talent so like i always think about that with that but like i and then but it got me like into to that's what led me to wrestling that path though but it was Man, I look back at that all the time. It's you have to, you're smart to be in tune with that because it's the a lot of people are don't they lie to themselves or whatnot, but it's like you're the best guy, and there's like also 10 other best guys you're going up against. Like, it's I'll tell you this, yeah, my friend. 
my friend Danny Christensen, he was the best pitcher I've ever faced, best pitcher I've ever seen by far. He was throwing mid-90s in high school. Oh, man. Um, he, he went and became a Kansas City Royal. And uh, I was like, oh, this kid's going to make it. Like, if anybody I know is going to make it, it's him. He made it to the minors, right? Yep. He got fucking rocked. Like, like, I, I mean, like, I'm talking about like a seven ERA, like, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's when I knew because he was a little older than me. Yep. And I was like, listen, I, I have faith in myself. I truly believe in, in myself as an athlete, but I was poor growing up. I didn't have those fucking trainers that the other kids had. Yeah. I didn't have that extra practice. You know, I was coming with fucking uh, beat up pants with holes in them and, <laughs> yep. and cleats with fucking uh, duct tape around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it didn't stop me from loving the game. And, and, and I love baseball because it's all mental. People don't realize that. I was the biggest kid on the field and I led the league in stolen bases every year because everybody would be like, oh, he's big, he won't steal. And I would fucking take off every time. I love it. Time. And, uh, yeah, so I want to tell you a story, big guy, about the <laughs> who am I to not do it. <laughs> so I, I'm with my ex. With, so she had a single mom, and uh, her mom, like, I guess, you know, her and her mom had, like, a kind of fucked up relationship in, in a sense. And uh, we're in her room, and whatever, you know, we're, like, 17, right? And uh, her whole family's over, right? And she had, like, a big Puerto Rican family, right? Oh, man. So, uh, so so she's like, so come in the room for a second. And her room was like right by the living room. Of course. So and like, Puerto Ricans also are another breed. That's oh, fucking crazy. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. The craziest seven years of my life, <laughs> hands down. I fucking had it. Yo, I almost got stabbed in that relationship. You don't even know, bro. But I, she calls me in, right? I, I come in. She fucking, th- she's like a little fucking petite thing, right? She fucking throws me against the wall. She's like, I want you to fuck my brain. <laughs> Wait, Shawnee, one second, one second. Everybody on TikTok, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me give the tick. I'm going to shut the TikTok off just for the sake of everybody on TikTok. If you want to come over to at Ryback on Twitter Spaces or YouTube, we got to stop the live stream on the TikTok. I thank all of you guys. All right, Shawnee, go ahead. Sorry, I just worry sometimes they're uh, right. with with the f bombs. I like they they they'll, they'll all of a sudden just kick me out and like saying it like. Because, like, I don't know what the count is. I'm like, you can cuss, but you can't cuss too Got much. It. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Got it, big guy. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I I, I stopped the live streams. <laughs> She's like, fuck my brains out right now in front of my – and I'm like, we, we – we, uh, she lived in the projects in Coney Island, and the walls were paper thin, right? So I'm like, holy shit. So I just start going to town. It was one of these things where she had like a mirror on her wall. I was like uh, hitting it from the back and like making muscles and shit. I was like, I was like, you know what I'm talking about? You know, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, I'm the fucking man, right? Yo, her fucking grandma opens the door. Oh my god. Doing a front double bicep. I'm doing the, exactly. I'm fucking. I'm strutting right, and I look around, and her fucking grandma's face just fucking turned white. Oh my god! I just picture her Puerto Rican grandma walking in, and Shawnee just pumping away, and his hot Puerto Rican girlfriend with his hands on his on his ass pumping. <laughs> I've never, I, I'm never awkward like that. 
like I've been in so many situations where most people would feel like awkward. But bro, walking out that door. Wait, wait. So hold on. Wait. What did you guys did? You what happened when she walked in? Did you stop? Like she she just. like that like so it was weird but it was like her <laughs> trying to get back at her family you know oh my god and i was all for it and when you said who am i that <laughs> reminded me of that story and i uh, started laughing so much i i'm not even kidding the 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 one where that happened when i in louisville when we're not in louisville but we were in the bahamas we were in our room we were staying at this huge like beach house and I, I'll never forget, I'm literally on the bed reading a book after <clears throat> just trying to educate myself and better myself and be a better man. And like, and then she comes in and shuts the door again. And her mom's in this was this was another time her mom was in the in the living room with the aunt in there. And it's like the door, like there's a little space under the door. Like you can hear like anything going on in that. Like it, it, it's not, and she just didn't care. And I just like that's what I tell you, who am I to say no? You with that, but she had an issue with her mom. <laughs> Her mom didn't, she didn't like that her mom said no sex. And she was like, nope, we're going to do it as much as possible. On a boat, not even, we were on somebody else's boat. On and We were at, a, at a, some club in the Bahamas. And she she got a little tipsy again. And she goes, come with me. And she grabbed my hand and took me out to the top of someone's boat. Nobody's on the boat. So we went and we're on top of somebody else's boat out there. I'm sorry to whoever owned that boat. But it's, you know, it happened. Yeah, listen, I'm not sorry. story uh growing up and uh because i have a sister and uh my uh my sister's like eight years older than me my brother's nine years older than me and i my my dad asked my my mom's dad because she had he had four girls and he said how do you raise a girl like well you know what like what's the key to it yeah and he said tommy limit the times you say no and I'm telling you, the more you say no, the more they want to do it, man. Those Catholic girls, they would have, they would have, uh, the Catholic school girls would line up outside my school and they would, they would have fucking sucked the glizzy 10 times over if I asked them to. You know, they would, they would, they would pull up their skirt so high, you would be like, yo, like, there's, like, I don't even want you. Look at you. Like, you, you, like, you, like that, those weren't the girls I wanted. You know, I don't, like, I want somebody who's like who I could tell is out in the street and like is awesome. But if I'm yours, we're all each other's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what I love, you know? Oh big guy, you made me laugh so much. I I, I can't tell you, man, how much I love this show. And uh it's funny how all the listeners love when I call in and uh, it's it's becoming my favorite thing. You and Brawler calling in are my favorite things now with this. <laughs> We have more in common that we're finding. I'm finding out that we have a lot more in common. Just uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Yes, yes. Uh, it's, it's funny when you talk to people, and you, that's why I say you never know who you're talking to, and always treat people with respect because you never know what people have went through, and true. you know what 
you know, uh, what things you have in common until you get to know somebody, you know? I agree. Uh, but thank you, big guy. I, I love you. Uh, I hope you have a great rest of your week, and uh, I'll probably be on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see you when I see you next time. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. The uh, No, I look forward to it, brother. Please. It, I think people, this is, people like conversations like this, so you take care. I agree, big guy. Have a great day, man. You too. Bye. All right, good, Sean. I'm glad we got another account. The backup, in case Twitter tries to, to continue to, to take this away from us. Thank you very much, buddy. Those Puerto Ricans, Latinas and Puerto Ricans. The I can tell you, Puerto Ricans, if you have to go on a, a women's sex drive scale, Puerto Ricans are at the top of that list. They are, they are, they, 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 they head and shoulders probably above all other ethnicities. They are. You know, then you've got the Latinas, and then they come with knives and scissors and um, and crazy attitudes. It's wild. Oh, you got to be careful out there. Shawnee, I forgot. To, what was the app for the Puerto Rican? She seems like she, how old is she? She on social media? I love that Shawnee, yeah, no sold the granny, walks in Shawnee, just hands on his ass, just pumping away. Doesn't even doesn't even phase him. Bring on another caller here. Bring on Jude. Jude, welcome to the Ryback Show. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? What's on your mind? Can you hear me? Uh, it was coming in and out. Let's see. Let go ahead. I said, why do you want to wrestle Goldberg? Why wouldn't I want to wrestle Goldberg? We've talked about that quite a bit. I don't know. Uh, I just, he's, uh, he's a really, he's my favorite wrestler. So, I mean, I was just wanting to see he, why did you want to wrestle? He's your favorite wrestler? Yeah. Yeah, he, he wants one last match. Why wouldn't I want to wrestle him, though? That's his last match. I don't know, because uh, he's just, uh, he's, you know, he's pretty old, so he's getting there. Nah, it, it, he's fine. I, I, I think it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, you know? Yeah, that's, that was just my only question. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jude. A lot going on over there. Take another caller here. Faraz. I think we might got a new a new caller here. We'll have to see. It's either a new caller or the stalker. <clears throat> hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, what's up, Ryback? Not much. How you doing? Love your stuff. Grew up watching you, you know, since 2010, the Nexus days and all that good stuff. Love your progression. Love the future. Awesome. I mean, it's like sky's the limit, right? So... My questions, they're more like fanboy questions for like people on the outside looking in. 
uh, how does it feel to be where you're at? So one, I want to ask you, when you meet people like the McMahons, Triple H, and you're in the WWE and you're in backstage and you're you're like beating these people you grew up watching, one, you know, how does that feel? Is it a disappointment? Is it overrated? Is it like everything you expected? Um, you know, uh, I have two more little questions, but yeah, you know, like how does that feel being on Kevin Nash and 99% of us will never see that or feel that. And, you know, like uh, you're that guy, you're in it. And, and just, you know, how does that feel? Is it, is it like everything you expected? You know, I, I know you've had your issues, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, so I think initially early on, as you're coming up through developmental, and then you it, you start getting experiences of, of in being put in different situations where you're meeting these people that you, you see on TV. You know, and it, it, I think it's even different now too in social media and everything. Uh, I pretty quickly it, it was was over it in the sense of all it is is you're just meeting people that are living their lives that have that have a certain mindset that are just on TV once. The more that you're in that environment and on TV, you realize, I don't want to say you get jaded to it. You just realize and understand that environment and what it is. And you're around people with similar mindsets that just got into it before you or that have been on TV. Um, but the first, I'll never forget the, the first time, like going backstage or being in, in WWE on Tough Enough, you know, and, and getting being around, you're like processing everything of seeing all these people that you grew up watching. And everybody, it is a bit of a surreal experience very early on. As you're in it and start doing it, that goes away. At least for me, it went away pretty quickly in the sense of like you, but that comes along with like the better you get, the more confidence you get. And then you realize everybody's just people. And, and there's there's just really no difference between, the only difference between people that we see doing something on TV that we were in awe of, it's essentially just they're just people with a certain mindset that had the courage to follow through with their dreams. And not to say, or they had the courage to follow through with their dreams, had luck on their side, and also and and also they have the ability to make it, and they made it with it. And so, but you are, you join that group of people, and it is a small amount of people, right, in the grand scheme of things in the whole world and, and all of that, so... It's a, it's a great experience on that, but you, 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 after you're there for a bit, you then, you just kind of, it, it becomes, it, it becomes your new normal, I guess I should say. Does that make sense? No, absolutely, man. You know, I'm an actor. Uh, I'm done union right now, but I hopefully in the future, I'm going to be in the union. I got my YouTube channel. I have my scenes on there that I do in classes and my coach, Dan Gautier, He's uh, an actor from the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. And I saw him growing up. And then when I met him, it was like, oh, this is the guy I watched growing up. But then, like you said, eventually you just see that he's just a guy, got into the business, loves what he does. Yep. And it, you just, it just submerges itself into it. And now I don't look at him nothing like that. I was like, oh, that's that's my coach or, you know, that's his dad. But um, so very well said. I, absolutely, man. But I, on the outside, you know, People are like, oh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, oh, how's that? And I'm like, dude, they're just guys. That's all it is, is you, you just, you get over that. And that's where it, it, I, I talk and I have this happen. And we even, you guys hear it sometimes if you listen to this show, 
sometimes people come on and they get like starstruck or nervous occasionally every once in a while. I've had that when people, it happens in person, even, even being off TV where I remember there was a, a young kid and he was like a teenager and it was at the gym. He, he was processing everything that you were asking. Like that was going through his head as he was standing next to me. And he he just literally, he gave, I can't believe I'm looking at you talking to you. And I, and I, and I, after he was done with everything and I just, I, I wanted to empower him. I go, so you can see, I go, I'm a person, right? And he goes, yeah. I just said, I go, the only difference I go between, I go, how you're viewing me and how I view the things is like, I believe I could do anything I put my mind to. I go, life is mindset. And I go, if there's something you want to do, you just have to have the right mindset. Learn from people that you see that are doing what you want to do. I go, but I, I said, it, it's kind of a process of you. If you want to do something in your life, though, you have to be able to, to try to understand the thought process behind it of like how you view life. And sometimes people can, they, they can't ever escape that. They just look the one way and they don't realize the power that they have inside of them as well, that they have an ability to do more than like, we're all, we're all human. We're all we're like, it's mindset. That is the difference essentially is what I'm getting at with this, with everything. But our, our, our sense of normal becomes changes when are we, we, our environment changes and that you had it happen to you with around people. It's just all dependent. It's like, you know, me like with watching, yeah. you know, football, Tom Brady, with that, we you know, Tom Brady. I, I love Tom Brady and great, greatest one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. There's guys that play with him that know Tom. That's just everyday life and joking around with him and whatnot. But I don't have any experience or be we're not around that, right? But it's like it's so it's not normal. And so I understand the whole process of everything. Yeah. And it's it, it's a great question for people because a lot of people are they go, what's it like? What's Vince like? What's this like? And it's like, yeah. it, it could be very intimidating if, you, if you're if you of that mindset, but when you're not in that mindset and your mindset adjusts and evolves, then it's just normal. And then you're literally going, you're going and talking to them on your own. It's like, you're not even, it doesn't even, you're not, your, your thought process is just different is what I'm getting at with it. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, fantastic, man. Real quick. Uh, and then when you came in, you know, like adjust, like adjusting to, the arena, the cameras, yep. the uh, the lights, the people. When you're there, was it just easy to you to come in and be like, "Oh, this is home." And but but that's so overwhelming. Where to you know where to look, what to do? I mean, I, there's like marks you got to hit. I don't know. I'm not sure, but yeah, like uh, was it just easy, or was it like, "Oh shit, this is nuts." So yes, became very easy and second nature. But it wasn't initially, and that that's though. So that took years of practice and repetition, and being in that environment and being taught and, and taking criticism and making mistakes and learning, and then you, through repetition and doing it over and over and over, and then being in that environment consistently, then all of a sudden it became very easy. And so it's just just essentially like it did. It, it's like becoming great at anything else that you do in life is the more repetitions and, and quality repetitions you do. And, you know, in, like with cameras and stuff, we're in the same arenas. We're with the same camera people that have been doing this their whole careers. And so I'm when I was there and I got along with everyone, I'm very grateful. Like camera people would always give me little tips and things. They're like, you do this really well. If you add this and you, this, we can get a really good shot. You know, somebody asked the other day on the show, you know, like I came in the ring and I would hit my head to the back of the crowd when I was in the ring and then I would turn around and hit my fist and then I'd go to the ropes and I would flex on the ropes. I was for me, 
And they, they helped me with that too, is they, they go, when you do that, that's such an amazing shot. Hold it for a second. Cause sometimes I would do it too quick. I would hold that when I would go onto the ropes and flex the, all my veins would pop out, but it was like, that was the visual of I'm it's feeding time. I'm in the cage. It's now time to eat with that. And they needed to, they wanted to catch that on camera all the time. So just a simple cameraman Stewie saying, Hey, hold that shot for like three seconds or four seconds when you do it. He goes, I know it might not be comfortable all the time. He goes, but it allows the camera to come in and zoom in. And, yeah. and so, yeah. but then you just start doing it and you start doing it. So all that stuff starts adding up and then you're not even thinking about it anymore. So that's where it's just like all these cool people that help play a part in like learning it. I say it becomes easy. It becomes easy because you're all the help along the way and doing it over and over. So but very overwhelming. And here's another thing people don't realize. And we're doing promos. And when you see that camera and the hard cam, and you know that you're on live TV being watched by millions of people, and you oh, see that, man. and you see that red light, and you're looking. So, like, if you're just in an arena with people talking, is it, that could be very overwhelming. And it, it, it's beyond overwhelming for a lot of people. But then, like, if you stop and if you actually try to think, you're like, oh, my God, the entire world is possibly watching me, watching me live right now. You can't think about that. So they that's why they grill us and we're in the school and we have to do all these live promos and we have to do things where we can't stop. And if we stop, we you you're you're in trouble. Like you have to learn. And Vince goes, it's okay to forget and to mess up, but you gotta learn to you gotta learn to keep going one way or the other. You don't you don't show them that you that you're that you're giving up and like so we're I've been taught by the best in the world to go out there and it's like my thing and I do my show. If I'm talking and I mess up on something, I'll just stupid or botch i just kind of make fun of it and keep going because it's gonna happen when you're doing live shows and like but the last thing you want to do is just completely like just shut down and give up because then the performance failed with that so that is the, like that kind of stuff man and i've seen people very high level professionals like backstage shut down on different things and like it happens to even the best of them still at times with this but it's repetitions of, of just being in the best environment, brother. That's what makes it, people don't realize how much goes into like what make, what looks easy by the people doing it is, is not easy. It's just years and years of being, being groomed and taught properly and, and messing up a lot. Exactly, man. Last thing, exactly. Because as an actor, I've been doing it for two years. In the beginning, my heart will beat fast and I'll be in my own head. Two years later, man, it's like, no heart beating. I'm not in my head. I'm just organic. I'm flowing. And yep. it's like, but that's with uh, preparation and experience and just being on camera, on camera, just doing it, just doing it every day. And you again, submerge yourself into it. And next thing you know, you're just a part of it. So I can vouch for that. Absolutely, man. Uh, last thing. Do you guys ever get thirsty? Dude, I see people, uh, you guys are wrestling. Are you guys like thirsty? Like, what happens when you guys go to the back? Are you just like chugging water? Like, what? Like, uh, nobody ever thinks that or asks that, but that's a weird question. Yeah, they have. So they have waters under the ring as well, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> which usually you're not. Like, I would occasionally, if, if something was going on, like sometimes, like, so after a match, they, there was, uh, they, they'd always have drinks not far away from Gorilla there would be like a snack thing and, and a, a whole tub of, of drinks. So you can go grab waters or somebody will have them for you after a match. Like, but yeah, depending on how hard you're going out there, 
you, you, you sometimes you'll, you'll go right and go grab some water. Other times you're just, you're, you're a little more laid back and you wait and you'll grab a water and go to the locker room to go shower and, and get ready. Um, it all depends. I've had times though where I'm out there and like, sometimes you have to go out there, then they got to go to commercial and during com commercials, like, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes like a three minute break, sometimes a little longer, depending on if there's a commercial, sometimes they'll go from a commercial to a video package. So you might be like four or five minutes out there of just kind of waiting. And even like sometimes the production people, they'll say, Hey, you want a sip of water? They'll grab you a water and you, you take a swig and you give it back and you know, they throw it under the ring yeah. or something. So yeah, they, they, that stuff's all available. They have Gatorades out there too and stuff like that. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. The, that's it, man. Yeah. The, the, nice conversation and my interesting, weird questions. Uh, the, uh, I feel like a lot of people do think that's nothing, but they just, I know everybody likes to get into the wrestling part of it, but I, but, but, I want to see the, the, the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, no, I love it. We get that. Yeah, a lot of people think like that. That And it's all mindset. I, those are great questions, so I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome on any time. You have a good one. All right, man. Thank you. Good deal. Thank you very much. <laughs> New caller. Always appreciate it. Take a look here. Yeah, he did sound a little bit like Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk there. I could see that. I'm taking a look, making sure I didn't miss any chats. Let me see. I'm scrolling through. Appreciate everybody over here at Ryback TV. Bring in a new caller here. Buka man. Hey, man. Welcome to the Ryback Sorry, Show. Ryback. Thanks, Ryback. Appreciate that. Uh, last time we talked, I was headed outside my house for an appointment, and my Wi-Fi switched to my data, but it didn't switch in time, and I basically looked <laughs> disconnected. Oh, I appreciate you calling back in. What's going on today? Yeah, man. Um, I've been I've been in this uh, this thing for a minute, so I picked up on a couple things that I wanted to say over the line. So I'm just gonna rapid fire real quick. Okay. Uh, La night. I've been about La night since I don't know 2012. Like Eli Eli Drake stuff, and you know, saw so him on the microphone. You can't take away a microphone skill unless you take away the guy's voice, and I think that that's what carries wrestling today when you look at everybody who's really you know blown up mjf you know has the yep. character eli drake you know <laughs> so that's what i have to say about Elliot and i'm extremely happy for him same Stood outside with him at uh, 2300 arena he was at a uh, convention and it was a house of howard core show after and i just like looked at him and i'm like it, we kind of like just had a moment i kind of didn't even need to say any words but he kind of just understood that, like, I got him. And I'm like, you're, I just, like, nodded at him. And he, like, laughed. Because, like, he knew. He, he, the dude, the dude's, you know, he knows that he's he's got it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy for him. Really happy for him. Kevin Owens. Uh, I want to say one thing about him. Um, I love him. I think he's been the heart of the company for a long time. And I think that um, 
it, when push comes to shove, if chaos erupts and there and there's nobody left, and like say the heels take over, and it's like, oh my god, who's gonna stop Judgment Day? They have all the titles. I think Owens is that guy to just be the right uh, foil because I think he can carry a, a, a he can carry ten kids through a thunderstorm. He can he can I I just have full faith in him that he can do anything because he's like the realest, most passionate. Uh, and you just see that turned up to 11 all the time, even, you know, with his family, everything he does. He's just a wonderful dude. And you can, you can tell. He is a good guy. I agree. Uh, where else was, was I, uh, my original question that I had before everybody started, uh, before everybody, you know, was talking before, um, my original question was, um, when it comes to video games, um, not necessarily new video games, but old ones. So say like Nintendo 64, what were like your fixations? Like, I, I know you played video games cause I, I know you're, you're a real dude. You're one of the realest people that, that are in this business. So I, I'm just curious, like what were your Nintendo 64 games? Uh, so I, yep. I remember when Nintendo 64 came out and that for us, like when I was a kid, that was a huge step up from the previous systems. From the Super, I was always a Nintendo guy. My friends had the Segas, and I was always I had an NES, a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo, uh, and then Nintendo sixty four. And I, I randomly got a Dreamcast of all that, and that was that one was kind of a botch, a bomb. Uh, it was good still, but they didn't really go all out with it. They, 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 I think PlayStation came. Like, it was it just kind of got left behind. But the Nintendo, yeah, yeah, it was. So, but that so again, Mario sixty four. The that that was so to me amazing. I remember me and my friend Kevin Salisbury, uh, Salisbury playing that. We rented a Nintendo sixty four from the Blockbuster, wherever he got one down the, the video game place down the street. We were able to rent it before it was uh, before we got one, and uh, and like playing that and beating that like overnight. And um, I'll tell you though, 007, man, Goldeneye was probably. The fond, like when I think of, I'll sometimes just go watch somebody play that on TikTok just to hear the music yeah, and it, it brings back memories. I'm like, oh my God, that game. I, yeah. I spent a good amount of time playing that game. Um, but, I, you know, that was, I was kind of slowly getting out Wave Race. I had Wave Race. I was into that. Mm. Uh, I, I can't remember, man. I had, I had quite a bit, not a ton, but that was where I was kind of shifting. That was like my last system, essentially. Um, WCW NWO Revenge, all the wrestling games, uh, oh, yeah. WWF WrestleMania, those, all those into all those on those to this day. I think those were the best wrestling games still I ever played, but I completely agree. And, uh, the closest it came was the Stone Cold Steve Austin mode. And I think in 2K16, that was, that was unbelievable to hear his theme as stunning Steve Austin come out. That kind of like was like, I never thought I'd see that in a wrestling game. And I love what you said about 007 because one of my fondest memories ever was somewhere in August of, I think, 1998. I went to my friend's house. Um, my friend Sean was really in skateboarding. We were playing manhunt, you know, all sorts of yep. things. And that was a day that I got introduced to ECW as well. And so uh, also like what we did that day, it was me and Sean and two of our other friends. We literally played four player Goldeneye like yep. all night long. And Those are the men, the memories that that doing that. I remember we used to have get togethers to play the W, the WWF and WCW games. Like it would have tournaments on them and like. That would man, it was a great. Uh, yeah. I, that's where humanity peaked. I think everything that was the hot, the Completely best of times. Agree. Completely agree. 
completely agree. And I see no reason why we should not be in that zone. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many paths to go now. Yeah. So, like, there was, like, you know, there wasn't too many decisions that you had to make in order of, like, what yeah. kind of person you needed to be. It was all kind of mediated to you. It was all kind of streamlined. We had technology, but we had we had real life. Whereas now, with everything, there's so much technology like we had a nice balance of everything. We didn't have the, the phones hadn't been like it, things hadn't developed to the rate, you know, the internet phones and all that. Like it's just, it, it's just different times, but those were, I, I look back and I go, man, that was like, we could, you could have a good time. You had the technology, but we had, you had good relationships still too. So it's just finding that balance and, and the, it's just harder. I think now with everything than it was then. Exactly. And I have a movie idea where you can just like, limit the scope of humanity's population to say uh 64 people would be ideal because i always put things in terms of like when things need to happen the right way it needs to be in a tournament format i've always loved king of the ring i've always loved yeah. march madness and I, I as a math person i always tried to figure out why right so i'm really big into like lists and top 10 lists and, and you know voting on things and deciding what thing is the best and once you do that you kind of organize your your thoughts in a way where it's like these are the things that i want these are the things that I like. Why do I like all these common things? And then you find the links to things and you realize that shit never should have like changed. And honestly, I remember being on AOL 7.0, the moment that I realized that the internet combined with phones, I started thinking about my contacts and then my emails. And I'm like, wait, these shits are going to combine. Like I liked these exclusive lifestyles. I yeah. liked being able to exclusively email somebody. I liked being able to exclusively call somebody this is gonna make shit easier for people shit shouldn't be easy for and i think that's kind of what what started the like stupid people being the loudest yeah yeah <laughs> like no it, it's it, the availability of everything just became so available to the lowest common denominator but the key is like what's yeah. bringing us down but the the key is and i think about this all the, the this is what i like i take twitter off my phone for periods of time and just like it's up to us as individuals is we just have to know when to separate from it, use it for the good as much as possible. And then we have to try to, cause this stuff is addicting. And when we, so we have to find ways to be able to live in the real world as much as possible with this. And a lot of people can't, but like, I could just say like, it, it's those of us that can, because we, we are never going to be able to stop those, those people from saying that, that are the, with those mindsets that, that act in the way that they act on social media, we can never like stop that outside. Like we could block it and just keep going. But like we're, we're exposed to it at such a high level on there. It's like, that's where it's like, but when you're distance yourself from it, and I found this to be very true, life goes back to like pretty cool, pretty quickly. So you just can't, yeah. we just got to be able to separate the two, but a lot of people can't. So. That's what I do on walks. I make sure on walks that like I look at the trees and I look at like if I see anybody else in public, I always like acknowledge them. I take in every sort of stimuli that isn't the stimuli where, okay, my door is open. Anything can come in. That's the, that's what happens when you're yeah. online. Uh, my door is open. Anything can come into it. Show me all the ads and whatnot. Yeah, yep. I'd rather look at, you know, a rock for five minutes when I'm outside on a walk than to scroll through my phone. Like the beauty of life is kind of, you know, undermined by the availability of technology. And you, you have to, you have to like draw the line for that 
that healthy base. Like I, I also, I consider food like as you do as like a medium to what you want to be like, yep. kind of like, like you, like you are what you eat type of thing. So like, I know that if I eat like chips, ice cream and soda all simultaneously, I'm going to have a piece of shit day. I'm going to have yep. a terrible ass day because I'm going to feel like shit, you know? So I try to eat as much spinach, as much like, you know, protein that I can. And, and whenever I do that, I feel empowered and I feel strengthened. And honestly, like when you feel strengthened inside, it doesn't matter what technology you're consuming and what what comes your way because it's all perspective and that that mindset this is, this is why i love you you're the only person that's kind of talking about like how important a mindset is and yep. the coolest shit about it is that you fused it into a gimmick and then put it on entertainment for, for, as like like a, a mediated like streamlined fucking like way to be and it's just it's one of the you're, you're one of the coolest characters in the history of the business be, because Thank of you. that it baffles me that you're off tv you know it, it, i know that like you can't you know go to your 100 percent in the ring now I, I feel like you're getting close to that Hopefully i am um, and that's by my choice so just so you know this isn't that is all i i've chosen to stay away till i've gotten healthy and can come back and and do because I don't want to be involved in it and anything. I want to finish what I came out to do. I don't want to do commentary. I don't want to just be behind. I want, I, it's good to, I needed to be a way to, for everything that happens. So for it to come back yes. at a level that it should come back at, because time away is our best friend. And I just needed to get healthy. And I've been, right. I tell people, I've been very blessed to get my health back. And like anybody that thinks this isn't going to happen, you're out of your mind. Cause like the fact that I'm as healthy as I am right now is a true miracle. So. But it, it, I appreciate the love and support, and it makes me happy that you understand that, that what this is and the mindset portion of it. And uh, I think the coolest things are here to come, yet to come, and I enjoy doing this show and being able to talk to people like you. So thank you. Yo, amen, bro. Every time I see you in person, too, it's always, like, a great uh, experience. Oh, uh, one more thing. So um, we were talking about the being starstruck by the business and, like, yep. when you came in and who you, oh, wow, it's Triple H, oh, wow, it's Stephanie or whatever. I remember going in for my interview at, uh, at Titan. I call it Titan because <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's fun. And I, I uh, so I walked through the detectors, I think, at like the one of the media buildings or something because I it was an interview for WWE. I don't know if I said that. But the first person that I walked past, like, like, like storybook is Kevin Dunn. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is the guy that like I've been talking the most shit about in like the course of my years watching because he's always in a flipping the cameras and stuff and yeah but, but like you know you look into the guy's career and it's like wow he did all this and it, it's you know it's it's pretty and what he is to the company is like super freaking important yep. he's willing to do whatever he has to do so i i respect him in that way and i think the respect started when when i walked past him it's amazing what can happen when you actually see somebody in person as opposed to being you know away from them as yeah. opposed to being like just a, an onlooker or whatever so yeah i don't i don't like you know loathe the guy anymore and, and i didn't even say anything to him as i walked past but i looked past i'm like oh shit this is a real deal this is this is what's happening yeah and yeah i was there for like six months and it was cool to like you know chill in the the the, the uh the open bar parties that uh we used to throw i was working for the network so i was just basically like logging a lot of footage but i got to log some monumental moments which is real cool like uh, that's awesome yeah. which is 
Yeah, Goldberg losing the streak, which is like one of my least favorite things that ever happened in the history of the sport. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, so that was a moment for me. I, do, do you remember? Okay, I'll leave on this question. Do you remember where you were when or what happened when you when did you see Goldberg lose? Yeah, that was. I don't remember. I don't. That, I don't remember like specifically where I was. I would imagine I was at home watching where like normally yeah. would for that. But yeah, I remember that. But I was always a Kevin Nash fan of that. But I do. I do agree. Um, it, it just like it was uh, everything. Once that kind of went away, everything kind of seemed to fall apart even more. It felt like so. The phenomenon was still alive. You you should not you know kill a phenomenon while it still lives. You know you're not yeah. gonna take the red hat off of Mario. Yeah, it was a that that that's the problem though in doing those kind of characters too. It's tough. Yeah. He he did it at such he that that I I don't know if that's ever going to be duplicated ever again because the way the yeah, business yeah. is and how everybody's so kind of they're like it's like the business doesn't want to let anybody get too it's crazy because wrestling has the freedom to do whatever they want like you yeah. just think like why wouldn't you create a new star and and with the right person and let them go three hundred and zero or undefeated for years like because you can really but I think they're afraid of that's going to be a very popular character. And they, it's, but once you beat that, it is very, you got to kind of do a character reset almost Uh, because it's tough playing that monster that undefeated. And when you look like that, it's very, very difficult. And uh, it's like me, I would, I I would much rather play the baby face version, the big guy Ryback where I was like, I see champion where I, I sold more. I, and where I was still, I could be beat, but I would, and like it's almost and you can get heat on you and you could work normal matches but you have your moments of dominance and your fire ups and i would rather work that because i could work with everybody like that as opposed to the other way once you go through everybody you're kind of done you want, right exactly and, i related to that one more question like so would you rather be in that section in that uh arena that you just said or would you rather be in your entrance with versus punk at hell in a cell like what was a more favorable obviously you know (laughs) storyline wise there one's over the other but what's kind of like more comfortable to you being a giant baby or being like the, the oh what's gonna happen with him and like being micro judged like how do you feel about being micro judged basically what i'm saying like the spotlight's a little bit different you know i remember your, your ic run and ic fuse and stuff but like when it comes to like the pinnacle of like how i think of you it's it's you know the bradmatic shit like that. yeah yeah that period was the that was the 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 first year and a half was <clears throat> or yeah it was that was an incredible period I'm fine with that. I don't. I wasn't. I didn't even pay attention to the micro, like you say, micro. Like I was just live in the moment. I was very rarely on my phone online. Like I didn't. I didn't pay too much attention to anything. I didn't have social media like I have now. And even when I go back, like a lot of this stuff, I'm not going to pay a lot of attention. To, I don't like. I don't care what anybody that I don't know thinks. I never have with it. And I. But like you can't be when you're in that position. You just gotta. You gotta go by the people that are around you and, and who you trust. And you've just got to know, like I've always told people, you've got to want the goal. You got to know what you want more than the fear of rejection, rejection or failure with that. And I've always wow. been pretty good at that of like knowing what That's I want. Really profound, though. 
Yeah, but that's the reason. That's what separates from the people that do things in their life to not. And I like try to remind people, you literally have to want the goal more than the fear of rejection or failure. That's it. That's one of the big secrets to life. And then those of us that can do that will keep going. Thank you, Ryback. My name is Ryan, too. So <laughs> Nice to talk to you, Ryan. You're welcome on any time. I, I appreciate and like talking to you, bud. Thanks, man. I'll be back. Thank you. Good deal. Thank you very much. Let me get to a super chat here. Bobby Reynolds, thank you very much. The stalker hates the super chats. Guys, yesterday was a nice little day on the super chat, so thank you. Do you wish that restaurants like Pizza Hut, the new crust pizza, like the crazy crust or stuffed cheese crust bites on the menu, just put it under special pizza and some with Taco Bell, same with Taco Bell with their fries? Uh, do I wish, do I wish they would put like specialty items essentially, uh, under, under special pizza? Yeah. I see what you're saying. I wish they would actually on like the apps and things they would, if they, they would put like the, cause you have to scroll sometimes and look for them, which isn't that, all that overly difficult, but if they just had like the new items or the specialty items, or I don't know, like a way of listing it where it was, but I'm pretty easy with that stuff. I'm not too picky. I'm not eating it enough to where, oh, you know, I do my one cheat meal a week and I already know what I'm going to get. Like this week's going to be pizza. I saw the review bra. I think there's a new garlic uh, pizza out at a new uh, garlic epic stuffed crust pizza at, uh, at Papa John's or Pizza Hut, one of the two. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be doing a pizza this week, it looks like. Which, by the way, I've got a message Phoenix. She's in town, but she's getting ready to leave once again, I think, after this weekend. So I got to see if I can get Phoenix for some pizza this week. If not, I got I got to see maybe Alexis. I want to get another uh, guest on. We'll bring a new guest on here, guys. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Take another caller. One second, guys. Bring on Dark. Is it Dark Curse? Dark Curse, yes. Hey, what's up, Ryback? Not much. How are you today, bud? Good. Honestly, I really just have one question for you. Okay. This is going off hypothetically because you obviously haven't signed with anybody. Um, if you did end up in AEW and you were going to go for the trios titles, who would you want to team up with to do that? Oh, man. If the trios titles. Oh, there's two thought processes on this, on, on who. Oh, man. You know what I think would be really cool? I haven't seen anyone really do. I would, I think, want to go with a, a group of a very similar guys, even though we're different in different ways. I would think I would do Ryback, Wardlow, and Hobbs. And we would do a Bash Brothers, like Mighty Ducks D2 with the, the, the Bash Brothers, like, you know, but with the three of us have a, just a, a very strong style, ass-kicking group of guys. I think that would be that would be different. And stand out. 
Well, it doesn't work out because they lack fucking personality. <laughs> I don't lack personality, yeah. so I'm not I'm not worried about that. It's all about how I I know how to get over. I'm not even I'm not even scared to say it. Like I know how to get over and how to. It's all how you conduct yourself, and it's you've got to just have the confidence is the name of the game with it. So those guys know enough where I think it would be it would be it could be very done be, be very entertaining and. It would be very, it's a very easy, simple story to tell as well. But that's like, yeah. if you watch Mighty uh, Ducks D2 with like the Bash Brothers with the guys, the two power players in there that, that they, that started off enemies and then they, they realize that they, they're a lot alike and then they just kick everyone's ass. And like, it's like, it, I, I think there's a, a really cool thing you could do with that. Hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I'll say before I drop off here. Anybody who looks at fucking um, L.A. Knight and they're like, no, the guy's too old, I'll remind you that back when uh, Ric Flair won the tag team titles at Evolution, the man was in his 50s. Yep. Age, only a number. So, it's, yeah, people are I just going to hate to hate. That's all that it is. They're just what people, the, the negative naysayers, only want to try to take away opportunities from people doing it. So... If it wasn't that, they will say something else. They're just constantly looking for anything to complain about. They don't matter. Keep moving on. That's how I look at it. All right. Thanks for giving me some of your time, Ryback. I appreciate it. You're welcome, brother. Take care. You too. Good deal. Thank you very much. Take a look here. Do another caller here, guys. Smalls, I did see your figure picture. Thank you. I retweeted that and posted it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. You might have to hit that speaker bottom left. We'll take a new caller here. MJP. What's good, right back? Not much. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Nothing, man. Just a lot going on today. Today's my birthday. I got tickets to go to Survivor Series in Chicago, bro. It's crazy. Good deal. Happy birthday. How old are you? I'm turning 17 today. Well, congratulations. I hope you have a great one. Yeah, man. It's been good so far. Good deal. And then, you know, planning to go out later on today. Well, be know. safe with whatever you do. Yeah, man. So I, I just want to ask you a quick question. All right. About about Survivor Series. Like, right now, right now, what I've seen, it's Raw versus SmackDown. So, like. If you could give me like a dream team for a five on five, what would it be? Uh, dream team for Survivor Series. Do, yeah. what, what's the? Give me a team I'm taking on, so I could then. You're, you got. Okay. I got you. You're gonna be taking on Roman. You're gonna take on Ricochet. Yeah, so Roman Ricochet, L.A. Knight. 
I'm gonna throw in Goldberg because I know he really likes to. Yep. You want to fight Goldberg? Yep. And I heard something about Booker T, so let's throw in Booker T in there. I heard Good something deal. About that too. The so I'm gonna go me Brock Bobby Ziggler Rollins. Oh, that's that's a good team right there. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that team. (laughs) I like it. All right, man. Well, that's all I wanted to ask. Hope you have a good day, man. You you too. Thank you. Happy birthday once again. Thank you. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you. With that, guys, I appreciate everything. We're going to go ahead and we're going to wrap up today's show. We'll be back tomorrow for another Ryback show. Like I said earlier for Feed Me More Nutrition, guys, today and tomorrow, with that, I'm giving you guys a free Feed Me More Nutrition ISO Hungry tub of protein, the vanilla mocha two-pound protein powder, a $49.99 value with a free $15 shaker bottle, guys. Just ordering any supplement or supplements, you got to purchase one or more supplements on feedmemore.com. Add that will pop up. Add the shaker and the protein powder. It'll be absolutely free to your order on any ordering any supplements on there on feedmemore.com today and tomorrow. That's sign up for the email and text message program on there. This is the savings that's going out today and tomorrow. Just give you a huge discount every week for for our loyal customers. We have a very high returning customer rate. And I like to take care of our good customers and uh, just say thank you to you guys. And and kind of that's a way to entice you to try the supplements and to hopefully sign up and and to be a part of, of Feed Me More Nutrition with everything. We've got one more super chat that came in late here. Bobby Reynolds, thank you again. At least you know what you did in the uh, on the ring, like hurting others and not lie about it. I'm sure there are those that do uh, saw what you guys are talking about. I didn't really ready hurt them. I'm just doing my job for this show. Thank you very much, Bobby. I don't really under I don't understand that one as much, but thank you. With that. But uh, thank you guys as everything. Feed me more uh, nutrition, feedmemore.com and all the Ryback merch. iTunes reviews. If you've got a moment to go to iTunes, guys, it really helps us out on the audio. If you can leave a star rating on iTunes and, and write a review, it really, really helps getting those in and uh, to keep moving up. I think we're at number 60 on the audio, even though we're a top listened in health and fitness and pro wrestling. Uh, the audio, I'm, I'm live on six platforms before we go on the audio. So it's a little bit of a disadvantage in that, that, we're going to get less listens on the audio because more people are joining in on all the other platforms on the live. But if you can ever catch the live, if you could subscribe on there, catch it when you, when you want, listen to bounce around different points, it helps up. And I really think we're going to get this to the top of the audio charts once again uh, with everything like I was the first couple of years more often with that. But it's uh, we're, 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 we're rocking over here. And I thank you guys for all the love and support. Let's have a good one, guys. Until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications for the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch. Visit FeedMeMore.com.